A California man accused of hiding in a restricted area of the O'Hare International Airport in Chicago was arrested Saturday after the United Airlines staff said he possessed stolen airport credentials. Following his apprehension, the man was quoted as repeatedly muttering, If I can't see it, it can't see me. He claimed to be hiding from the COVID. Well, if you wanted honesty, you've come to the wrong place. Cunnilingus and cum dumpstery. Yes, that is what we're at here. Ooh, I love it. It is not the cola, it is a cup. Cacola. Time to whip it out and start cooking. The power of the mic compels you. Much like cock, I need one. And at this point, you can smell the Caucasian through your speakers. You're screaming at cream! I think I missed half of the references, but I understood the point. <sighs> this is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And that, friends and listeners, is a true story. I read that yesterday. It cracked me up. Yeah, I saw you nodding your head, but I, I know nothing about that. How? He, he was there for three months? Three months. Hiding from COVID. At the worst well, he, possible place in the world. The like, busiest say, airport in the fucking world. terrible job. <laughs> <sighs> what are you going to do, you know? Can't get, get through customs. <laughs> Don't want to cough. Won't take my cough. He must have been a millionaire in order to live there for three months. Like He was begging for food. Oh. Yes. Okay. It was that not makes a more good sense. situation. I was like, the the amount of money you spend at an airport just to eat like a freaking churro or something like that or a, a burrito or something. I'd... I've been through O'Hare a few Why times. Why are all these things phallic? <laughs> I got dick on the mind. I'm sorry. Well, you're about to have dick in the throat if you don't shut up. Um... Must be love on the brain. In the brain. <laughs> Around the brain. <laughs> through the on brain. the brain. <laughs> Uh, I've been through a hair a few times. I totally believe that they would be that uh, that stupid to not catch this guy for for that long, just to be that mm. non-observant. It, it's a fun airport. Well, look at you, Mister World Fucking Traveler here. Yeah. Oh, I've been to O'Hare Airport. Look, it's the only special. airport I I know it all outside of Sky Harbor. Hey, aren't you lucky? My wife can book me tickets. <laughs> yeah, it's called wife privilege. <laughs> I'm a wife supremacist. <laughs> did 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 she appreciate no, that from no. last week? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. I don't know what that should means. We, I should we have regale said that. the uh, the kids with uh, with that story, John, so Courtney can be in on the loop? Probably. John was uh, telling me that I desperately needed to purchase a couple more things to add to the recording rig, and all of these cost money naturally. And so he's like, you know. When you have the opportunity, and I know this is my white privilege talking, but you really, when you've got the extra hundred bucks lying around, you really need to buy this. And I was like, that's not your white privilege. That's your wife privilege. <laughs> that is that is a fact. Uh, Jonah and I discuss regularly, like, why is Becky with John? It just doesn't, like, it doesn't even out. You know, this is... He must be doing something right. You guys are helping me get to a, a story that I wanted to tell you guys this week. Um, <laughs> this tweak? <laughs> this tweak. Yeah, and that... I was going to make a joke and be like, oh, well, the first date that Becky and I went on, she hit her head super hard and it impaired her judgment. And here we are. Um, 51st dates later. Checks out. Well, I we had 
kind of like a full circle moment in our relationship over the weekend. And a butthole? Yeah, indeed. Um, real quick, um, who's lagging? You're is lagging. Is it just on my side? Yes. Probably. Okay. Well, man, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just download okay. more internet. Yeah. When you get the opportunity, just, yeah, pay for better speed on your internet, my friend. It's, yeah, if you have a couple of hundred dollars laying around, maybe you could, um, I don't know, fix that? Yeah, what, what are you, a poor person? Yeah, God, get out of here. <laughs> my second laptop's really dragging on my time this week. <laughs> well, when Becky and I first met, uh, before our first date, like, we, we met on Tinder, and in her profile, there was something sarcastic about, like, how she would totally kick your ass in Super Smash Bros, like, on the N64. Mm. And her and I were, you know, doing the usual, like, flirting stuff, ended up getting to the first date, and it's still kind of, like, I brought that up because it's a natural talking point. If it's in the bio, you know, like, you know, just things that you, you use to start conversation or keep conversation. And within, like, our second or third date, I came over to her house because we were going to play Super Smash Bros. We were going to see who could kick whose ass. And I basically just throat slammed her through the floor of her house in Super Smash Brothers. Like, I ruined her life in this game. And if that past sentence or explanation doesn't really paint a picture, I'm a sore winner and a sore loser. So I'm in her room. I just beat her in Super Smash Brothers, and I'm doing the Grandma's Boy bit. I'm like, oh, what does high score mean? What does first place mean? Does that mean I won? What does this mean? And it got to the point where just like she'll never watch the movie Tusk ever again, she basically vowed to never play Super Smash Brothers with me ever again in, in that moment. And and I mean, back then, like we weren't like, we were obviously didn't know we were going to be on the road we are now. Like we were trying to scare each other away. We met on Tinder. We were just trying to have fun and, and go our separate ways. But then we ended up, you know, kind of digging it. So fast forward to the weekend. It just just happened. And we're hanging out with my sister and we um naturally brought up like i i sarcastic was like well do you want to rematch in that super smash bros tournament it's not the first time you played super smash bro with your sister <laughs> oh yeah oh that comes later <laughs> um, <laughs> comes whenever you want to apparently <laughs> well if she works hard enough um <laughs> anywho i don't fuck my sister um <laughs> he has to specify this thanks for clarifying that we were really legal concerned. says that I he has my to state dad, this but i don't fuck my sister <laughs> and philip likes it um <laughs> philip with what <laughs> later later all right so Becky agrees because it's been enough time. She goes, you know, that actually would be fun because she's been uh, when I met her, she wasn't really like a gamer. But now I would describe her as, you know, she's she's played a couple games. She's up. She's up to current time. So uh, I decided to make it interesting, though, and I made bets. At first, I was like, well, you should just bet me money. Like if I if I win, like I want money. If I'm going to beat you two times in a row, then I, I want to spend all your allowance this week. Is that why you were betting for money? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> We finally agreed on terms, and I bet her a one-month subscription to an OnlyFans of my choice <laughs> that I would beat her in Super Smash Brothers, and she bet that uh, like that amount of money. She was like, "I I can't think of anything in the moment." So uh, like, what what is it? Twelve bucks for a month? I was like, "Yeah, for you know, I, I guess for a quality yeah. Yeah, quality, quality woman, um, content creator." 
that being said, um, I didn't choose the OnlyFans that well. I did. I did win. I beat her, and I got the OnlyFans subscription. I was like, "You don't. You don't get to know who it is." And I and I subscribed, and uh, it wasn't worth it. That's your fault for picking Michael's OnlyFans. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> it never is. I will say it was worth it to have the rematch, though, because n- no joke, no sarcasm. Like it was a really close match. She's fa- she's actually fucking good. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so, sorry for the long story there, but it, no, was, it was no. really funny. And also, I've never paid for porn before, ever. Like, I've never... En- That's sad. <laughs> Why? I'm a, I'm a millennial. I'm practically a Zoomer. I just get it for free. <laughs> that Sears catalog comes every month, just like Victoria me. Victoria's Secret, please. <laughs> well, speaking of things that start with an immense amount of promise and then go woefully unfulfilled uh how about that tron what have you become moment of all those QAnon folks that realized that someone else took control of this country and uh, our fearless leaders did not step up to stop it from happening i think I, I, um there is a subsection if i recall correctly that thinks the day of reckoning is going to be march 6th, 6th i think uh-huh mm-hmm. so i mean just keep pushing it back guys it it, it works is Listen, a, once we get organized, you guys are <laughs> fucked. You don't know what's coming your well, way. At 2087, I'm marking my calendar. We're vegans that occasionally eat meat, and we are pissed. <laughs> you bring back those potato tacos right Listen, now. I am going to fast inside of this prison cell until you give me my fair trade organic oatmeal, <laughs> or else I'll die. I thought you said you were going to fap inside the cell. <laughs> and then I'll fap inside of the cell. Like Jay Lopez. Just shoot some kids up in you. Uh, what am I, a school? Uh, Thank you. Wait. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but no, I, I did enjoy stealing from John's favorite phrase, watching the soul leave a few folks' body. As they oh, were, you know, just open hand and open mouth going, no. How can it happen? The guy that was like formerly a stutterer is now leading this country. How far we've fallen? Like, oh, really? Mm. Yeah, stuttering Stanley just stuttering bitch slapped you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, glad that all the, a lot of the right the the militias. I'm not going to try and say nope, that other nope. stuff. No, 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 the, no, the no. White wing, ringers. Wing, <laughs> the right wing. Um, militia. I prefer centers. But I enjoy hockey. It's an entertaining sport. It's uh... You mean domestic terrorists, Michael? Yes, the Proud Boys. They've distanced themselves from Trump. They called him weak. <laughs> yeah, so obviously he's a beta male cuck. So we're going to yeah. keep drinking the soy milk because it makes our bones strong. And uh, he can go play his fat ass golf down in Lago. But it's not actual soy because that's feminine and turns you into a soy boy, right? But the soy milk is not actually soy. It's actually a, a meat soy. It's made from real I'm just meat seeing, soy. I'm just seeing how many times I can make Shane shake his head and, like, headbutt his desk. No, you uh, you made me start singing the Beach Boys in my head, so thank you. Kilago Montego, baby, why don't we go down where Trump still lost? Did you guys see about GameStop? I did not uh, tell where me. the where uh, it was a section of Reddit, Wall Street bets were like let's what is it short, short sale or something like that? For yeah, the I have stock the verge pulled up. 
Yeah. And essentially, um, well, the the first paragraph of the article is great. And there are three things to remember as you watch the chaos unfolding with GameStop's stock price. First, Wall Street is just what happens when you mix money with feelings. Second, the internet is real life. And third, the street always wins, especially if you're trading with Robin Hood. So essentially, r slash Wall Street bets memed investment into games GameStop to the point where... Let's see. GameStop stock has been on <laughs> soaring or has been soaring in a remarkably volatile fashion. January 22nd zoomed upwards of 69%. Nice. Before it triggered a circuit breaker halt the following Monday, the 25th, uh, they were halted nine times. Essentially, they're just trying to say fuck you to Wall Street by doing a bunch of uh, uh, what, short sales. Nice. And it's hilarious to see people scrambling. I'll Sorry, admit, I don't know why that reminded me. No, I'll admit this week was the worst week to try and actually start investing in other uh, things in the stock market. So that was uh, that was <sighs> and then uh, What that means is Michael watched The Wolf of Wall Street on Thursday <laughs> afternoon. And yeah, got like, inspired. I can get in on this thing on the ground oh, I floor. Could, I could sell the fuck out of a pen. <laughs> this is a real-time documentary, right? Call me Jordan I, Belfort. I wanted to fuck my cousin. There's a there's a well, subreddit I subscribe to called a boring dystopia, which is all about uh, just like why am I stage, not surprised? Yeah, capitalism. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it was a um, it was kind of like it was Kramer's Mad Money, which is I think an NBC show or something like that. But it was um, kind of like a hypothetical one, but it was uh, dubbed over the scene in Joker uh, where he's on the talk Give show. It to Yes, yeah, that that whole scene, and it's pretty much uh, Kramer, the money guy, asking this millennial who threw all of his money into uh, the the stocks for a GameStop and saying and everything. He's like, "Well, I got nothing else better to do. What do you think I can actually make money off of twelve hundred dollars? Like, period. Like, I I can't make all this money. So I thought, fuck it, why not? Did I lose all my money? Yeah, but I don't care. It was it was just a really funny like um. I don't know where I was going with this, but it, the stock thing reminded me of it. I'll probably just cut this. This is terrible. Well done. Trash. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of your your Trump statement there, Shane, and this is this pertains to all of us because we are uh, you know AZ locals here. But did you guys see that Trump billboard over the past four years near Grand Ave? Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. It was it made it made the rounds, but it was Trump uh, surrounded by dollar signs that kind of intentionally resemble swastikas, and there's. Uh, two nukes going off in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's gone now, right? Mm-hmm. Because Trump is gone. Um, and this is good news. This is good. This isn't me like setting up a bit. Uh, it's been replaced by the same person who put up the Trump apocalypse billboard uh, with a Black History Matters bill- billboard, oh. uh, 1619 and beyond. So Ooh, if you guys see that on Grand, it's cool. yes, some 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 levity. But then also, guys, I prepped articles for you guys. I was so excited to share stories. <clears throat> Were they the articles of Confederacy? <laughs> uh, no, fuck them forever. Um, I Ooh. saw this and They're I... They're fucking themselves, John. It's fine. Ooh, they... <laughs> I mean, that's true. I didn't think of a particular member of this podcast. I thought of us all as a podcast when I saw this headline and the beginning of the article. It was on Lad Bible. Uh, and it's, Woman Stabs Husband Over Other Woman. <clears throat> like you do like physically a woman like he of... was stabbed on top of another woman <laughs> wait a woman is accused of stabbing is that her a husband menage a trois menage a quoi 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 
A woman is accused of stabbing her husband several times after finding photos of him having sex with a younger woman before realizing there were actually old photos of her. <laughs> Police in Mexico were called out to reports of domestic abuse at a home in Sonora after neighbors heard screaming and shouting coming from the property. When they arrived, they found a man, who has been named as Juan, lying on the ground after sustaining multiple stab wounds, wounds to his arms and legs. His wife, who has only been identified as Lenora, was then arrested... Uh, at the scene. According to the Daily Mail, the violent attack started after the woman found photos of her husband having sex with what she thought was another woman. She is said to have grabbed a knife and lunged at her husband, repeatedly stabbing him and shouting, Abuse! <laughs> Juan was uh, eventually able to take the weapon from her and demanded to know why she had carried out the attack. She told him about the photos, which the man then explained were old photos of the two of them. Once once told, she realized the images were, in fact, actually of her and him from years before when they were just dating. Now, <clears throat> I think this speaks volumes about how far she has fallen if <laughs> Lenora from Sonora did not recognize herself. Uh, I'm afraid she looks like a shampooed Sharpe puppy these days as opposed to her formerly I, uh, fit self. Yeah, I saw a picture uh, in the article. She's not cute. <laughs> Oh. Well, that changes everything. Not like, not even oh, like... that created the whole bit of anonymity. She had the bag on her head while they were taking the pictures. And... <laughs> She's like, wait a second. Oh, yeah, I did use that bag from 2009 <laughs> to 2012. I can't believe you found another woman that has an Australia-shaped birthmark on her butt cheek and fucked her. She's probably ugly as shit. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You're right you on both right. counts. <laughs> <sighs> gonna split you like our domestic uh you know uh ownings uh -oh. and all the far random nonsense that we share oh my god is that divorce. your only swing and a miss that i've heard in a good long while <laughs> probably yeah nice. i got halfway through and i forgot i was human well you're you're awake today and that's all no that i'm not that's an argument okay Anywho, for those of you who are not familiar with how this podcast normally works, most of us mealy-mouth our way through it, but occasionally we are coherent enough to present you, the listening public, with a random esoteric topic for your general consideration and consumption, but in the course of explaining it to one another, we will lie about it just to keep things interesting, and it is incumbent upon the co-hosts who are listening to then try to pick out the lies from the truths presented, uh, recognize them in situ, scream interloper or posse, and lose regardless, because there are no points and no one could conceivably win here. So with that said, Courtney is going to be presenting a very riveting topic this week. I'm so excited. And I think I had probably more fun putting this together than I should have. Like I was like, I don't actually want to present this. I just want to watch this movie again and write about it because it's so fun. Um, so I'm going to do Velocipaster. Um, I stumbled across this movie um, from an app that John frequents um, called TikTok. And this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I live on that shit. <laughs> Zoomers. <laughs> and this lady had just, she had posted this video talking about this movie and the premise. And I was like, oh my God, like who would make such trash? I must see it. Um, so that's how we ended up here. Um, the kind of the irony in that is I've probably seen less movies than Michael has. Um, I don't get movie references. I've just never watched movies. And how can you, you see less than humor. no movies? Because I've seen like, like negative, negative movies? movies. Yeah. 
Whoa. It's because she is, instead of actually catching up on movies, she watches shit like Velocipaster. Yeah. Which just puts her in a negative ranking. Like, <laughs> you're never going to understand, like, common tropes if you keep watching only B-movies because they deconstruct and don't understand trope. I can get behind that description. <laughs> yeah. That which does count as a negative movie. She's also seen many films I've starred in. <laughs> hey. She, she doesn't watch porn. I enjoyed seeing you as the blood doctor. I enjoyed it as well. And I don't make pornography, Michael. <laughs> he made, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You make art. I know that everything's that, yeah, I know that everything that he does is sex, but I was going to say, no, a, a man randomly touching himself with, you know, just random objects found on the street. It doesn't quite qualify. That is a very weird prank show. I don't know. John, you're a subscriber to his OnlyFans. What would you say about the random items? I would say that the things that you think would fit into the particular holes. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> so uh, on the next episode, Ashton Kuchair is going to jump out and say, like, leave that inanimate object alone. <laughs> uh, for Actually, for a disgusting thing, did any of you see Glass Ass back in the day? I'm was sure that, how depraved John was. Was that the one guy, one cup thing? No, it is a gentleman who had lubricated a mason jar and was attempting to squat nope, on top of nope. it. That's exactly what it is. Oh, uh, okay. We're good. We don't need to even describe this. So, oh, come so on. fucking not. It's so not safe for life. Oh, it is not safe so for the guy life. who was all super keen about talking about urethral drill sounding <laughs> is suddenly uncomfortable <laughs> about having shards of broken glass up his ass. Oh. Isn't him cute? <laughs> well, one's oh. an injury. The other's just a fetish. <laughs> I would uh, I mean, argue uh, to the contrary. Yeah. I mean, if people like you eating glass... You leave me and my shards of glass alone. <laughs> I mean, shards of broken glass is basically describing some people's relationships. <laughs> Jonah? Hello? <laughs> You were saying, well, may the force be with you. I will argue that, like, it's not that I don't enjoy movies. It's just that I don't know what movies to watch. So instead, I find the trashiest TV possible, and I just binge that instead. Ooh. That's fair. I, I I can't fault you for that. Um, we do not kink shame here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. Raw men. Raw men. But, you know, the thing that really drew me to this movie specifically was that it combined three of my favorite things, um, which is trash dinosaurs and childhood and religious oh. trauma oh or pastors yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna say pastors oh okay childhood religious trauma okay pastors okay, same thing it. yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so for velocipaster this week i have about seven ish lies about uh let's clarify that ish for a second shall we i mean some of them feed into them so it's not fair to call them individual like if you don't pick it out early on it's just gonna keep John, coming what up. the fuck are you doing <laughs> i'm trying to light my dick on fire <laughs> <laughs> he's got i don't what? even know what that oh you look, okay he's got like a, a like a butane lighter why? And he's, he's literally... Did you save this for After Dark when people can actually watch your fucking hijinks, you sap? I'm trying to relight my candle. <laughs> so if the, uh, the love and the nowadays? lust has fallen out of your marriage, could you do that on your own time? Don't rekindle the flame while we're talking to each other. The flame is gone. The fire remains. No, no oh, hot wax during the There are pills the for that. Time. You can, you know. But yes, Sorry, wax. Do it. <laughs> Wax those balls. 
Courtney, I'm sorry. Oh, Please no, this proceed. is par for the course. So right off the top, I want to give a trigger warning um, for uh, violence, sexual content, drug use, um, you know, per any other movie. According to um, Amazon Prime, this is a 16 plus rated movie. Okay. Um, but according to a all Christian jury, it was rated X. So do with that what you will. Satan. For, for well. what specifically? Do they? Ju- it's just X for extra groovy. Yeah, just rated X by an all Christian. They, they don't. They jury. don't give the reasons behind it. No. Oh. Wow, well, that's fuck a, that's you, a Peck. You're a Mormon, and compared to you, everybody's an alcoholic. <laughs> just lying there on the floor there. So basically, the premise of the story is, so Velocipastor follows Pastor Doug, um, who is the younger clergyman at a local Catholic church. Uh, we open up on a scene of him preaching about how evolution can't be true. Uh, he walks out of the church after service, all bright-eyed and proud of himself, because, I mean, he was spreading the good word. And he looks across the street, and his parents are just there, like, waving at him, because obviously they're thrilled. Like, what more could I you don't... do with your career? <laughs> exactly. It pans Yay, back. get him, son. <laughs> it, you preach the hell out of that church. That's right. You mean so, preach the heaven back into the church. The camera pans <laughs> back to Doug after viewing his parents, and he just starts screaming because there's an explosion. Their car has exploded. They are both dead. But instead of showing a car on fire, a caption comes up on the screen, and there's an empty street where the car was, and it just says, VFX, car on fire. <laughs> I now, have seen that clip. <laughs> do you think, is that actually intentional, or do you think they just ran out of time and money? Well, so I'm pretty sure that the reason they did that was they actually saved the rest of like the budget for like more important things. Because we definitely get into some parts where I'm like, all right, like you guys actually like did something here. This is pretty entertaining. But the car on fire effects on the screen instead of seeing it, honestly, way more funny. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it sets the stage, I would I would argue. Do you know what their budget was? Just off the top of your head if you saw that? Unfortunately, I did not look that up. I do know this movie was made in 2017, so it's really not that old. And overall, like, the quality of it, not so bad. Hmm. I mean, obviously, they were operating at a, uh, you know, shortfall here because they could not afford the Limu Emu and just had to go with Doug. So That's true. Everyone watches it for the Emu, not for Doug. <laughs> Agreed. So basically, that whole scene, that's like where we open this movie. It's fantastic. And so after that, he basically goes back into the church and he's sitting there with Father Stort, who is his, basically his mentor. And Father Stort is just like, this is a direct quote. So your parents died, Doug. It's what parents do. (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) Probably just do some cocaine about it. No, better. He passes him the bottle of communion wine and is like, here, have some more wine. Nice. Like, here you go. Deal with it. I mean, all it takes is blood of Jesus. It makes anyone feel better. Bottles of church wine to start feeling a buzz. (laughs) Are you speaking from experience? Oh, yeah. He was one of them good altar boys. <laughs> I actually was an altar boy. Yeah. Kristen, yeah. And, I, Kristen and I both were. Explains yeah, a lot yeah. about your um, yeah. kinks. But I, anyways. No, he uh, he altered the turgidity of the priest. <laughs> I, I thought that's why they were called altar boys. Well, he turned me into an altar man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sensor right in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Meet me in the rectory. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking about the location. Passover? That's what he does with his dick by my butt. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Rectory? Damn near killed him. (gasps) (laughs) I I couldn't. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I have a problem. We were waiting for Courtney to get into the, uh, getting into the chat. And before we were saying our usual stuff, just getting things out out of our system, we're like, oh, good thing Courtney's not here, you know? Like, gotta get this out of the way before Courtney gets here. (laughs) I I would argue that what we've been saying on air is worse than anything. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm the one here who was not claiming that we were models of restraint in her presence, so... And you were 100% correct. Accurate. (sighs) So basically, like I said, that's the opening scene. I mean, we could honestly just stop there and you could just go watch the movie at this point because it's only uphill from here. Like, it just keeps getting better. How long is the movie? Uh, it's about an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. So it's so not like, that like long. So like things killing Yeah, night, exactly. Yeah. Um, the only big issue I had with the movie, and like I mentioned, like you could tell that the budget was used on specific things. One of the things it was not used on was the costuming. They straight up were wearing, like, Halloween store priest costumes. Like, frayed at the collar. Like, it's atrocious. It was so funny, but also, like, you didn't have any friends that could sew. Like, honestly? Like, what are we doing here? Also, my favorite thing, even with B-horror movies, is the same concept when you see, like, just really ragged people out in public where it's, like, at a certain point, like, that was a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, exactly. <laughs> you looked in a mirror, you had your whole production team, and you're like, nope, you nailed it. You did good, kid. Just like, we, we could have spent, you know, the extra 10 bucks to, you know, try, or even just cut the frayed strings off the collar. Like, come on, what are we doing? We don't have time for such <laughs> you simple left things like... the fucking price tag on, <laughs> Exactly. <Doug. laughs> they... uh, I... I have more important things to do. I have a movie to shoot. <laughs> Listen, I want to give me a spicy hippie with a big Zapata mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches, that'll actually come around later. There's there's a glorious scene with a fake mustache that's just perfection. Okay. Um, but basically, we go from Doug being like, oh, my parents died, to him basically saying that now he's questioning his faith. And oh, so Father Stuart yes. tells him, go and travel, like go where God will not follow. And so he's like, okay, like, whatever. So then we cut to a scene. They do a musical montage. It's lame. We cut to a scene where Doug is just wandering around this, like, random-ass forest. And you're like, okay, like, this looks like any park ever. And then in big letters, it just says China. Because, (laughs) I mean, where would God not go? Like, obviously, it's China. Communist China. Couldn't think of a bathhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, personally, going from the U.S., I would feel like that's more godless, but, like, China, all right, that's what we're going with. They do have Tanuki there. No, that's Japan. I know, I'm being silly. (laughs) He's being American. You're going to really enjoy the rest of this, because they kind of play along with the whole Asian culture, wrong Asian culture situation, so that's fitting. Um, So basically, he's wandering through this forest in, like, his high-top converse, a white t-shirt and jeans, as one is to do. And he looks down at his compass, and he mutters to himself, oh, China is east. I feel like that's a deeper statement than, like, I feel like that 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 means a lot of stuff. (laughs) That's straight up in the movie. (laughs) Sorry, I I think I'm getting distracted by the fact that we're talking about a shitty movie. Uh, that I, I just ha- wasn't even thinking about lies for a second. So. 
Nope, that's exactly the first thing that comes out of his mouth while he's, you know, in the forest of China. China is east. Um, so of course at this point we encounter ninjas. Very Chinese ninjas. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. A girl in a white karate uniform and straw hat gets shot with an arrow, like, 15 feet in front of him. And he's like, Uma Thurman, no! What the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where the budget went. It was all for her to be in the it movie. It was Kill Bill Volume 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd have to get a shot of her feet to blow the whole budget. Oh. True, true. They Damn, just used AOCs instead as a stand-in. <laughs> oh, that would have that would have quadrupled the budget. <laughs> I just picture a Ben Shapiro episode where he's just talking about the magnificent movie known as Velocipaster because it has the forbidden feet in them. Well, not only do they talk about communist China and the problems that, that poses, but also there are feats uh, of of strength uh, performed in there, mainly by AOC's character. <laughs> Proud feet. <laughs> Proud feet. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Perfect. Thank you so much. So essentially, he runs over and he tries to save her, and she is speaking Chinese to him. He doesn't understand, but then she starts just saying Dragon Warrior over and over. And then she hands him this like rock thing that kind of looks like a dinosaur claw. And so he's holding it. He cuts himself. We see where this is going. He's Spider Man. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So basically, he then, at the next scene, he wakes back up at the church, and he's basically telling In America. Story. Yeah, exactly. In America. Bullshit? No. 100%. <laughs> oh, is this all just a bad dream? And he keeps talking about he this recurring west. nightmare. Yep, he went back west. <laughs> he's been having this nightmare about this happening over and over again. And Did you know that Freddy Krueger was Asian? <laughs> 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 no, I'm not going anywhere it's, near it's that. Scary Terry, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> so basically, he wakes up, and Father Stort is all like, "It's probably due to the disease that you picked up while you're over there. Like I told you, they don't bathe. Like, of course you're oh, sick." Oh, so they're Elron Hubbard, super racist. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he was like, I told you to go to the most godless place, but like this artifact that you brought back, like this is definitely a disease. You went too far. <laughs> the stuff you two. pick up in China. Exactly, and it just it gets worse from here. As far as the, <laughs> oh, I thought you said it went uphill. Now oh, it's no, downhill. As far as, like the the racial stereotypes and oh. like it's it's great. Too close to the sun on wings of wax, my friend. Exactly. Mm. So basically at this point, like, Doug just realizes, like, I'm hungry. And it's clearly (laughs) for flesh. (laughs) Looks at his uh, compass and he's like, (laughs) I'm hungry. Exactly. (laughs) It's meat (laughs) o'clock. So. Oh, flesh is in the east. (laughs) (laughs) It was a missed opportunity to not just have him stay there and eat them. But, you know, it's fine. He'd just be hungry again another 30 minutes later. <laughs> well, I mean, this is obviously an homage to American Werewolf in He's London. He's actually allergic to MSG. <laughs> well, obviously, this is an homage to American Werewolf in London, right? And he didn't immediately transform upon getting attacked by the ninjas in London, right? This is true. So, no, he yeah, tries so, to fuck some weird girl in an apartment first. Yeah, exactly. So we got to get into that We're first. getting to that. Yeah, yeah, that's next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So basically, he's hungry. He runs down the street. He bumps into this girl. Um, she's clearly a very well-dressed lady of the night, but in the daytime situation. 
Um, and she's obviously like giving a homeless man cash. some money and like sucking on a lollipop at the same time. Like it's just a very unique look. That's where the budget went. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's really cute. I, I really Welcome enjoyed her performance. Welcome to our new show called That's Where the Budget Went. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I love about this character is that her first line in the movie is, I'm lit up. You haven't fucked me well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's it's better than that. I mean, whoever wrote this, like, props. But if she basically just says, I'm lit up, hot to trot. Where do you want me tonight, daddy-o? Oh yeah, that's much. Michael, better. did you write this movie? <laughs> I, I, I oh, would... I'm hot to trot. Where, where do you, where would you like me, Daddy O? Oh, oh, I'm hot to trot. Uh, where do you want me, uh, Daddy O? Where did you go? We, <laughs> we, no, there is a Michael scene later. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I, I'm scared. I'm genuinely scared now. <laughs> so basically, she, she utters that classic line. Um, at which point the pimpiest looking pimp turns around and immediately slaps her across the face. Immediately, like. How pimpy are we talking? Oh my god! Here? Like the hat, the coat, the big beard, all purple, balding, hundred percent. Does he have a, a pimp cup <laughs> or a cane? You know they then don't. He would n- not be the pimpiest. <laughs> I'm the pimpiest. He just. He, we're gonna get into. He's the hero of this movie. Honestly, like okay. this pimp is. He's killing it. You can come, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, he slaps her across the face, and then he's all like, Carol, what's my name? And she kind of like mutters, and then he's like, Carol, like, what's my name? And she goes, Frankie Mermaid. And he goes, so why is my name Frankie Mermaid? And she goes, because you're swimming in bitches. (laughs) Seems like a reasonable enough thing to me, yes. I gotta call bullshit. Nope. (laughs) I'm not that good. I, I would be ashamed of myself if I didn't at least try. I wish I was that clever. It's so funny. Carol, sex is like an ocean. <laughs> I'm drowning in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you know, like, with that line, like, how does it get better from here? Well, his next line is literally, Sammy, if you stuffed dicks in your mouth like the way you did with that sandwich, I'd be a millionaire by now. These are, yeah, I could, I like the dialogue in this movie. Wait, it's, Sammy. It's very who, who, Kevin Smith. Oh, he's yelling at the, across the street at the other girl that works for him. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you're a pimp, you don't just have a single host. Yeah, not no, 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 not at all. Yeah. No. Carol's the bottom bitch from what I get. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Accurate. She needs to be reminded. Probably a new hire. Yes. Exactly. He may just be trying to keep the pimp hand strong, sir. <laughs> also fair. Also fair point. So he essentially tells her, like, you're working the park tonight, great, whatever. So she's out there working the park, and she's, like, held up by this dude who's, like, give me all your money. And she's like, I don't have money unless you give it to me. Like, that's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you don't understand the dynamic of my profession it, Yeah, here. exactly. And so he's just like, well, then take me to who has the money. And she's like, great, whatever. And so then Doug also is at the park freaking out and like I was gonna say, why is Doug inconveniently <laughs> auditing this entire process? Is he just standing like Dahmer esque in the background like prostitutes are wild? <laughs> huh. He's prostitutes just like prostitutes are in the East. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Beat me to the punch. <sighs> 
So basically, like, he's there, he's freaking out, and then he turns into a dinosaur. Like, this obviously. Like, clearly <laughs> this is just what happens. It's the <laughs> transformation <laughs> sequence, like yeah. in American Werewolf in London. Exactly. I was going to ask, because I think that's that's the whole reason Shane got me to watch that movie, is for the practical effects uh-huh. uh, of him. And I will agree. I think I even said it. Like, it is a very, very jarring uh, movie when it gets to that sequence. Mm-hmm. Now, is this when Doug turns into the... the the velociraptor is it like just a shot b shot and he's a, a dinosaur or is it's, there like actually like his feet grow bigger and like equally jarring but in a like another a animorph <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately they don't go that far into it i mean they definitely like you get clips of it where it's like oh he's changing you hear it more so than you see it but once he changes yeah. <laughs> folding his pants <laughs> But, like, once he changes, you're like, all right, like, this is pretty cool. Like, not as, like, crappy of, like, a dinosaur situation that you would expect. Um, so I enjoyed, like, that part of it that they actually were like, okay, this is our trope. Like, let's put the effort here. So he doesn't just fall down off screen and all of a sudden <laughs> up into up. the shot comes a raptor. Ah, I'm a dinosaur now. <laughs> oh, roar. <laughs> See? <laughs> ready to tip the scales of justice <laughs> no we like we you get like the whole like there's the teeth there's the blood there's the, the whole scene of him eating the dude and then carol is basically thrown to the ground out of the way but witnesses the whole thing um so here we come up on the scene that like gives me the most michael vibes um so basically after this whole night takes place doug wakes up again um but this time he's in a girl's room um, he's in Carol's bed. He's naked. Um, Carol walks in holding a cup of coffee and she's just like in this like weird old timey like grandma nightgown, but it's like kind of still good. And like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings you about it? it. Yeah, I mean, I think I would. Would you okay. super smash? <laughs> would you smash or pass? Hulk, pass. <laughs> <laughs> she She's a cute girl. It works for her. Uh, watch the movie. So basically, he sits up in bed, and the first fucking thing out of his mouth is, Hello, my child. (laughs) (laughs) Which Michael has done before, I know this. I I would guarantee this. Oh, daddy, it's not my daddy. (laughs) I woke up in a random girl's room, and I'm like, Hello, my child. Why am I naked? Spare the rod. Becky's friend would really like to hear that. (laughs) Use the rod? Spare the rod, spoil, spoil the, the child. child. Yep. Hot rod. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, is uh is is the line bullshit? No. <laughs> okay. How have we missed stuff already? Oh, I'm missed sure we have. Three. All right. Jesus. Um so she's all like last night was like really amazing. And so he starts to panic because he's a man of the cloth, like he's not supposed to be sleeping with prostitutes. Um, oh, isn't he? <laughs> well, you know, it's a movie. And so he's like, this can never happen again. And she's just like super bummed. And he was like, oh. um, he asks her, was it bad? How bad is it? <laughs> and so she goes on about like, well, it was weird. It happened so fast. I think I peed myself. And so he's like, was it your first time too? Was, did that happen? Oh, 100% it happened. Yeah. She, she peed. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. I, I'm, I'm sure she was probably alluding to seeing the transformation and uh-huh. not, you know, anything untoward, Michael, if you're... Michael, they didn't have sex. Oh. <laughs> okay. They didn't make the boom, boom, terrible fuck sounds. The boom, boom, and the die, die? She's talking about the dinosaur transformation. He's talking yeah, about, the die, die. I think I had sex. And it fell Are you caught so up now, Michael? Oh, oh and then they, it's the whole communica- miscommunication where one person thinks one thing and another person thinks the other thing. And okay, it's shut hilarious. up now. <laughs> Yeah, you can edit that out, Michael. <laughs> and I think we all would have been better off for it. Everyone's better off when I don't speak. Uh, Michael, we're going to hold to the old adage that I've used for writing films, and we're going to keep it for your podcast dialogue, which is less chat, more splat. (laughs) (sighs) Yes, Dad. People have been saying we've been too nice to Michael lately, so if we want to double down and really, really hurt him, we can do it. (laughs) Who the fuck said that? (laughs) Quit running the slobber stick in your dick liquor, Michael. I mean, it's really a bummer to not have a face for TV and not have a voice for podcasts. Like, what does that leave for Michael? Shame. <laughs> Underground. That's why he likes the game Metro so much. <laughs> I'm the underminer. I'm beneath <laughs> you, but nothing's beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Venture Brothers reference? No, that's The Incredibles. <laughs> Thank it? you. Aww. For the girl who doesn't get movie quotes. Come on. All right, moving on. Speaking of come. No. So (laughs) he basically, they come to an understanding about what's happening. So she basically like, is like, like, bro, like, no, we didn't have sex. You turned into a dinosaur and you ate somebody who attacked me. So he tells her he doesn't even believe that like this could happen. He also is like, even if dinosaurs did even exist, like, I still don't believe this. Because obviously dinosaurs never existed. Um, right. So essentially, she's like, I'll take you to the body. Like, I'll show you. Like, I helped covered up the evidence and, like, saved your ass. Like, you're fucking welcome. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is, like, you know, when you transform into a dinosaur, you don't have any clothes. Um, so essentially, he's like, do you have anything I can wear? And she gives him a velour tracksuit that says juicy across the ass because classic. Would you Would you smash Doug? We'll get to that. Is it bullshit that it says juicy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not a tracksuit. He's actually in a knit mini dress that is bright orange. And, like, his legs are, like, out there. Like, his Ooh. ass is almost out there. Mm, nice. Don't tease me like it's that. A good, it's a good look, okay? <laughs> so, basically, she takes him <laughs> that out. That was the sound of John's boner. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're going to want to see this movie. It's coming up. It's it's great. Someone get it's Michael a paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> Getting hot under the collar here. Spalooch. The priestly collar? Yes. Perfect. <sighs> Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's preying on everybody out here. <laughs> Hello, my child. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> don't do that it only excites him <laughs> so basically they go to the park she shows him the body he's like i don't believe you this isn't real and he was like what are the circumstances that you were out here anyway and she's just like well i was sucking dick <laughs> well basically like i'm a hooker but i'm also a pre-med lawyer um but like there's not a <laughs> Cause no she doesn't be, say pre-med lawyer both. does she she is a pre-med lawyer yeah 
Because okay. like, how else do you pay for school? I was gonna say you pay for twenty seventeen your... when this came yeah. out. You know, it's people totally can be pre med for... lawyers. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Exactly, I guess. Yeah. and so. She, like, is at this point, like, reaching out, and she's, like, touching Doug. And Doug's like, don't touch me with thy sitting hands, you Jezebel, because she's a hooker, and so now he has to show her the true love of the church. What a Real trollop. missed opportunity to call her Jezebel, but... <laughs> it's not that kind Michael, of movie. Michael, this is a... Or, no, John, this is a family whoa, movie. Whoa, I'm just used whoa. to yelling at Michael. Sorry, my okay, bad. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, is for for the Christians amongst us is the Jezebel line bullshit? No. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna quit with dialogue because it's I, it's I lost will, on me I now. I will tell you that the quotes for the most part directly out of the movie. Some of them I paraphrase a little bit Man. for clarity, but like Fair. the quotes are just they're not lies. Perfect. I'm amazed. <laughs> so basically, Carol convinces Doug like. Hey, like you could really do some good with this power. Like this could be the most priestly thing you've ever done by like killing all the bad guys. Um, she specifically, Very Christian. yeah, exactly. And when she specifically mentions like you could eat all the pedophiles, and I just think that that's really really funny. Um, so essentially, she's just like you, anytime somebody comes into confession, like if they say that they're a really bad person, like you could just eat them, and like the world would be a better place. And he's just like. No, like I can't do that. Like that's not like my that's the whole point of confessional. <laughs> and at this point, like he doesn't, he randomly transforms like a werewolf. Like it's not like he can control when he transforms. Right, and it's only happened this one time. So he's just like, this is ridiculous. And meanwhile, she's getting like all boondock saints on him. Oh yeah, she's just like, this is we're doing this. This is a thing now. So at this point, he is like, I'm late for confessional. Hmm, and runs back to the church. Oh boy, look at the time. I got confessional going on. I, I'll see you later. But it means, it's meet o'clock. We get a really great scene of him running through the forest in this like orange mini dress, so it's worth it. Is it? Was is he in China? In Chi- yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same forest, 100%. Absolutely. Oh, so he's going east. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. So, of course, we cut to the next scene. He's doing the confessional thing, and who would come in and confess but our good friend, Frankie fucking Frankie Mermaid. Mermaid. And so he's just like, all right, like, how long has it been, my child, since you last confessed? And he's like, it's been a while, but, like, we only have time for, like, the last four days because this is going to take me a minute to, like, get out all my sins. And so he literally starts off his confession with, I once stole candy from a baby, and then I threw the baby in the river because snitches. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. He then lights his cigarette. And starts to basically brag about all the crimes he's committed over the last four days, which include pimping, arson, drugs, murder, the huge. I went over to China, got an East infection. <laughs> How long you been sitting on that one, Shane? About two seconds. <laughs> you should really see a doctor for that. Uh, trust me, I tried. So we come to find out that Frankie Mermaid was, you know, just doing his usual thing. And, like, a couple months ago, he blew up this car in front of the church, and this, like, pastor guy comes out, and he's crying. And it was so funny that it gave Frankie a hard-on, because murder and explosions are hilarious. Um, at this point, Velocipastor... Can I call bull... I'm, I'm going to call bullshit on the hard-on. Nope. Was, did he actually... Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I mean... Fair enough. You... I, I can't kink shame. Murder. It's yeah. a real turn-on. Me there. 
So basically, Doug, like, can't control himself at this point. He goes full Velocipaster. He reaches through the confessional and just, like, totally shreds Mermaid. And then there's, like, a really bloody fake blood scene that happens. And then him just yelling, like, no. It's, it's way over the top, but it's Frankie Mermaid's death. Okay, so it needs I was, to be. I was going to say, how how does he yell no? Is it, like, no or no? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's impossible. <laughs> oh, no. I'm being eaten. Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that that's my uh, submission to um you know whenever I apply for roles. Perfect. Oh no, I thought that was you reenacting your bedroom foray. <laughs> no, there's a little more sobbing Michael. in there. A little more sobbing in there. <laughs> oh no, this never happens. <laughs> and the onlookers go wild. <laughs> they usually do. Doug regrets this murder immensely. So he just goes to Carol's house and he's like literally hiding under a pile of newspapers in her room until she shows up. I don't know why. News? It's just news. Sounds legit. It's very funny. Um, it's not bullshit. No. <laughs> They'll never see me here. <laughs> he's just like hiding. At, I, it's so funny. How how badly is bad it hidden? Oh, is it's it like, like a four, pile four of- newspapers like opened up all the way. <laughs> And the so perfect disguise. She comes home. He like pops out, and she's like, "Is everything like cool?" And he's like, "I did a bad thing." And he confesses, and then he basically tells her like, "I killed Frankie Mermaid," and she's like, "Oh my god! Like that's the greatest news I've ever heard. This is great. Clearly, we need to make some more rules for this dinosaur murder thing that we're gonna do together because now that you've done this, I'm free." So at this point, a musical montage ensues. Um, Doug is working out, preaching. Singing hymns, eating people in dino mode, and then hanging out with Carol. Like this, it's a montage for like two minutes of him just doing all these activities. We're gonna have a montage. <laughs> montage. Is, is it like eighties montage, oh, 100%. like music? Oh, okay, it's perfect. Cool. Sweet. Sweatband while he's working out. He's got like the gym shorts that are really short, and like the wife beater on, and like he's going to town. Does he punch like a giant hunk of meat or they couldn't afford that scene? No, they couldn't afford that. He's definitely in like oh. a hotel gym somewhere that was like, they snuck in and like filmed this scene. <laughs> they left the door open. <laughs> or like his buddy like worked at a hotel and they were like, okay, come on, come on. Like you get like 20 minutes. So of course, like we get that. And the best like part of the montage, in my opinion, is that, like, there's a scene that of Carol, like, attending church finally. You know, she's, like, going to mass. And he just, like, reaches down with a communion wafer and, like, puts it in her mouth. And it's just, like, so over the top. It's Put it in with two fingers? Oh, like, he... <laughs> no, with three. <laughs> you know. You know what it's like, John. He helps oh, her, I too. He's <laughs> just like... <laughs> Here's how you work the job, Carol. <laughs> I lost my place. All right, let's. It's now, just... when he starts slinging do. the holy water at her face, neck, and chest, that's the real test. Ooh-wee. I mean, you know, he's converting her. It's it's a good thing to do. Ooh. Um. <laughs> so basically, we get through the montage, and then all of a sudden, we're just at a ninja encampment because why not? Oh yeah, I gotta test out your newly formed powers. Um, yeah, but it's a local one. Like it's just down the street. Like this is not in China anymore. We're like wherever. I don't even know. Actually, how do we know he could have gone east? They just never specified it. No, it's definitely local. No. Oh. Um, we basically find out that there's this like underground ninja drug trafficking ring. Um, 
the leader basically is explaining this all to this like white boy ninja. And I, when I say like white boy ninja, like homeboy's white. He's got this like stupid white like cloth wrapped around his face that's see through. Like he's everyone you've seen at the grocery store this last month. Like it's just Fucking ridiculous. White, white guilt, milk toast <laughs> piece of human garbage. Hey yo, Sanchez, go get me a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a person that got that reference report to shane for the shane hunt award because that is a very esoteric reference my nope. friend. indeed so essentially the leader's explaining to white boy ninja that like we really need to get rid of this dragon warrior because like he's gonna ruin our coke selling plan like he's just gonna like throw it off like this is gonna be terrible and then i kid you not they do an evil laugh scene for a full minute like, it is obnoxious. I like that. Uh, you, It's got Big John energy. Uh, you would thoroughly enjoy it. Do they cut between both of theirs' face uh-huh. while they're laughing? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, is I, there I awkward cuts between it, too, uh-huh. where it's like Mid-laugh. they start laughing again? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Classic. yes, that's beautiful. Mm, if you could just tasty. not do that on camera, Michael, thank you. I'm so, I'm sorry. I I get really excited from, sir, for sir, bad movies like this. Sir, can you put your like mask this. back on, please? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. You need to, you need to have your mask on. Sir, I cannot over be your contained. Nose. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are your stupid time. fucking nose. <laughs> Chin diapers. <laughs> Sorry, I had flashbacks there. I like how vexed you look. <sighs> so, Father Stork confronts Doug about his relationship with Carol. And Doug, like, tries to briefly explain to Father Stort, like, what's going on. Like, he's like, you just don't understand this, like, dinosaur thing I'm going through without telling him that that's what he's going through 100%. And so, basically, like, Father Stort's like, well, what would your parents think? So we get some, like, really good flashbacks to, like, Doug and his parents before they died and they were so proud of him and that he was their favorite child and only child and just, like, loved him. Perfect. So... So Doug's just like, oh, like, yeah, what would they think? Eh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep doing dino murders. Yeah, makes sense. It'd be funny if he was like, doesn't matter. They're dead. <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> but basically, Father Storch just like not having it. And so he's like, I'm going to take you to this dude. It's not sanctioned by the church, but I'm going to get you exercised. Like, we're getting this taken care of. Like, we're done. So he That just- was in the montage earlier, though. <laughs> right, in the hotel gym. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's the same but different because a man's involved that's not Doug. Um, Aww. <laughs> so essentially, he goes to this, like, creepy dude's house. They, like, try to do an exorcism. It doesn't work, but, like, Doug gets pretty riled up and, like, slashes Father Stort. And, like... It's riled you know, up? Yeah, he's just, like, riled up. What a little mm. rascally goofball. Oh, yeah. He's just being a real knucklehead, isn't he? You know, <laughs> happens Aww, to shucks. the best of us. <laughs> Um, so, of course, like, Father Stort's super injured, and it gives him flashbacks to, you know, oh, his time in the war. I called <laughs> And I, I didn't go too in-depth into this, because some of those scenes, like, you have to watch them to really, like, get them. But, like, it... You... What? Oh, sorry, you watched Thanks Killing, right? Like, you actually went... And... No, I haven't. Oh. D- Michael... Uh... No, I, I I saw some sort of like video on this a long time ago. Was didn't someone like explode in one of his flashbacks or something to that effect? That was to you, Courtney. Oh, to me, yes. I was like, yeah. So he he basically like there's a scene with one of his war buddies that's really funny, and then 
his wife just randomly shows up on the battlefield, walks towards him, steps on a landmine, and it, he just gets covered in blood. Like, her body doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> He's just, like, got a bucket of blood dumped on him. <laughs> like, from above, but not, like, towards him? Like it- <laughs> I mean, it was, like, kind of at him, but also, like, he was drenched. And his two buddies were just like, oh, that's a bummer. Who stood there and watched the whole thing. Oh, man, I hate it when my wife just explodes into a mist of blood. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, it's Tuesdays, am I right, guys? The reason I brought up Thanksgiving is because if you have watched it, if you're listening and you've seen it, uh, it reminds me of the uh, farewell song when the guy's friend dies. They have a montage song that, that plays, and it has similar, like, random nonsensical images that just like kind of <laughs> flash onto the screen of them doing stupid stuff but i think it's the similar, oh, similar yeah. kind of thing it's the same thing where it's just like this doesn't do anything for the story but it's still really funny um so essentially he has those flashbacks and then like end scene we're back to doug again because obviously star of the show um so basically doug is like on his way to carol's house he gets attacked by ninjas and Carol's like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm bleeding. So she's like, kiss me. And they just have sex while he's bleeding. And then we get a sex montage. Nice. Um, They are awoken the next morning by more ninjas in the bedroom. They clearly kill them in their underwear still. Like, they just, like, pop out of bed and, like, kill these ninjas. Um, One of them, though, like, it wakes up from his unconsciousness and tells him where the secret ninja camp is and then dies. Thanks. Thanks. Sounds like... Sounds like how they tried to make the first Daredevil movie. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh. Ooh. And so obviously Ninja dies, they start making out again. Like they were they were having a time, you know? It's his first I time. I mean like life, you know, life threatening, you know, things like that, you know, yeah. it gets the blood pumping. Yeah, exactly. It finds a uh finds a way. Yes. So, while Doug and Carol are doing the nasty, um, Father Stort was kidnapped by the ninjas now, and he's got an eye patch for some reason. They don't really... I don't even think Doug hit him in the eye. I don't really think they explained that. Maybe I don't Wait, remember. is he evil now? No. Not evil now. He doesn't have an eye patch, and that's bullshit. No, he does have an eye patch. Oh. <laughs> good, 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 good step, though. It is a good guess. Tried. So basically, like, the lead ninja wakes up Father Stort, and he's just like, let me tell you about our secret ninja school. Let me tell you all our plans. You know, like you do with any random guy that you kidnap off the street. And essentially, the plan is for these ninjas to start distributing coke to the whole neighborhood. Then they're going to cut off the supply, and then all of these people are going to need to join rehabs. And these rehabs are going to be run by Christians so that all of these people can be converted. And this is their master plan to create an army of God for God. There's one thing Catholics hate more. Uh, I can't say that joke. Uh, if there's one thing Catholic, <laughs> Catholics hate above all else, it's Christians. Exactly. And vice versa. Like, it's this is an ongoing war. Yeah, as, as we found out. Yeah, mm. School of Prayer and Miracles. Um. <laughs> not my Jesus. No. The wrong book, praying to the wrong idol. It's not going to work. Listen, what's more important, your religion or the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Dang Slytherins. <sighs> yeah, the, the Courtney, whole... you may speak. Oh. Can I speak now? <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. We are not Oof. on that show any longer, gents. But you can oh, now yeah, stream and binge the whole thing on YouTube. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Boo, 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 boo. 
Don't ever do that again. <laughs> it was worth it for the face that you made. <laughs> so basically, they explain to him the whole plan. White Boy Ninja does the evil laugh thing again, because obviously... For another minute. Oh my god, it's it's so long. It's just ridiculous. I skipped it the third time watching this movie. I was like, I can't. Um, so then we basically get to move on. Um, Doug finds the ninjas. He dresses up like the Terminator, like leather jacket, jeans, like just like... Jonah said but he was a, more of a greaser. I really felt like it was supposed to be Terminator vibes, but... Does he have a dinosaur tail coming out from behind the coat? <laughs> he does, but it's not that kind of tail, if you catch my drift. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. No tail. Um, Carol also is going to come fight, and her attire is very inappropriate for this fight. She's just in, like, this black, like, leotard jumpsuit thing that's, like, cut down to the belly button in the front and completely backless. And so she pairs that with, like, this leopard print fur coat and heels. And she's just like, great, like, let's go fight these ninjas. Yeah, how else are you supposed to come fight? Yeah. It's a video game principle where, you know, female protagonist, the least... Clothing, the more armor. It makes perfect it's, sense to me. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And so they show up to the battlefield, and it's revealed that White Boy Ninja is Doug's lame younger brother. And the only reason he joined the ninjas was to get back at his brother for being the favorite of the family. So they play the same clips again of the family, except Sam, the younger brother, is in the background of all the clips while they're telling him that he's like Doug's the only son and he's the favorite son <laughs> and he and they love him so much. And then Sam's just like, what the fuck? It's so That's funny. <laughs> So basically, they go through all that, and uh, they start fighting. Because obviously, like, now he has to kill his brother. Um, Carol is in the background, and she takes off her heels. She's just, like, wailing on the ninjas. Like, she took on, like, five while Doug's just fighting his brother, who's much smaller than him. Like, this makes no sense. Like, Carol was clearly the better fighter. So I don't even know why Doug was there. I mean, she got to get them dollar bills. I mean, clear- like, I don't know why Y'all. he had to save her in the first place if she could just take out, like, five ninja with her shoe. I mean, I would assume that she would also be training in that training montage. <laughs> no. Montage. She's just, like, walking around, like, sucking on lollipops and, like, wearing ridiculous that's, outfits. That's training that's of a enough. sort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't shame around here. Fair enough. So, basically, they're fighting. He defeats his brother, Sam. So, Doug's just like, all right, cool. Like, what next? And this giant-ass ninja walks out of the tent with a sword. Because before, it was just hand-to-hand combat and nunchucks. And so, sword ninja goes up to Carol, slices her across the chest, and she just falls over and starts coughing up blood. Oh, shit. Is the nunchuck thing bullshit? No. Oh, because I feel like they wouldn't have the money for choreography for nunchucks. (laughs) You think this is He's choreographed? Just like he's swinging it like a like a <laughs> just like a flail or something like that. I don't know. Nope, they they're just it's mostly hand to hand combat. Um, Sam, the white boy ninja, does have a sword at one point, and he's like, "Doug, you can't wield this sword because it's the sword of my ancestors." And Doug's like, "We have the same ancestors," and it's just <laughs> it's just really stupid. Um, but it seems like they're doing uh, they're doing like day of writing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's like the whole thing was improv, honestly. So Carol's on the ground dying. Doug runs over. He's holding her. She's like, you don't need me. You can do this. And he's just like kissing her while she's bleeding out of her mouth and dead. Like tonguing her? 
No, but like his mouth is pretty covered in blood, like when he's done Hot. kissing her, and it's just like. I mean, we've all been there, right, guys? It's a mm-hmm. it's a thing. I, uh. A man's gotta do what a man's <laughs> gotta do. <laughs> we call that the lipstick of love. <laughs> Would you like some marinara for your breadstick, boys? <laughs> and how? Always. I always wind up with the garlic sauce, though. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you need to see a doctor for that shade. <laughs> oh no, it's them. <laughs> Haven't fallen off yet. It's all that frothy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's rabies. <laughs> rabies, scabies, and babies. <laughs> wow. You oh, know geez. it's real. You know it's real when Courtney looks away and goes wide eyed <laughs> and doesn't know what to say for like five seconds. She questions her life choices. That's where she goes. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? <laughs> well, why didn't he take the blue pill? <laughs> Thank you, Shane. So she's dying. Doug loses his shit. Main ninja guy comes out and he's like, we're going to fight to the death. And so at this point, we finally get full Velocipaster in its glory. Like, we haven't seen it like full body shot yet. Like, they've given us glimpse because they've been teasing it this whole time. So we finally get, like, full body shots, and you're like, all right, like, this is pretty great. Like, this big fight's about to go down. This fight lasts for, like, four seconds. Like, it was so fast. And so, I mean, it's it's a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> raptor damn near killed her. But the thing is, like, the oh. reason... <laughs> oh, no. Michael, stop milking it, for God's sakes. I'm sorry. He he wanted to catch up to the one minute like maniacal laugh. Apparently, I'm really afraid <laughs> oh, for that. No, that would be terrible. No. Oh no! <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> <sighs> so the reason the fight ends is he gets stabbed in the leg with an arrow by the ninja leader guy, and apparently the arrow has some kind of like turn off dinosaur mode antidote in it. So Doug transforms back into a person, but he's so enraged that he just, like, grabs the guy's head and rips it off. But the head is a mannequin head with glued-on eyebrows and a mustache and a goatee so that it looks like the leader in a very stereotypical way. And he just holds it over his head for, like, a minute and a half. And Jonah's like, does he need to, like, drink the blood? And I was like, "I I don't know. Maybe he does. It was just, it was aggressive. And so he throws the head on the ground and it rolls over and it like faces the camera. And it's just, it's very funny. So at this point, you know, he's holding it up in the air. It's bleeding everywhere. He's drenched in like kind of ridiculous fake blood. Like it's clearly like water with red food coloring in it. Because again, we couldn't afford anything else because the raptor was like big budget. And so while he's holding that, Um, Basically, a quote from Jesus comes across the screen, and it says, Only through the elimination of violence will we finally achieve peace. Because... After ripping a guy's head Uh off? Literally removing it from his fucking body? Uh It's very Uh, Christ-like. I'm sorry. I I I know it's true, but I still have to say bullshit. Bullshit on what part? On the quote? The quote is there. It absolutely is there. Oh, but you said what part? <laughs> well, because again, get you them can't, sweet, sweet non points. I know. Say, I know. You can't say just bullshit generally. <laughs> well, 
I I thought the whole thing was bullshit, but if I had to be specific, then oh, now I gotta chase down these points that aren't gonna get me anything. Uh, uh, It helps me sleep at night. Helps me calm. It's ten that this has a point. It's not a quote Mm. from Jesus. It's not a quote from Jesus. Does anybody know this quote? It's Gandhi. It's Gandhi. Oh. Shane, was that blind stabbing that just worked in your favor, or did you actually know that? No, it's, it sounds like something Gandhi would say. Come on. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was going to say MLK. Before or after but... he let his wife starve to death. I mean, through the he elimination of violence. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, okay, I don't... Pass. <sighs> um, Doug takes Carol to the doctor. She's fine. She's totally fine. Don't ask again. She's fine. Um, the doctor is she fine? She's to- she's so fine. Like he asks her like eight times. She's she's fine. It okay? says across the screen. Okay? She's fine. Are you okay? She's fine. Okay, hundred percent fine. Okay. Michael's love life all over again. <laughs> hey, is, it was fine. I get the okay? font right across my eyes. She's fine. Shane, Shane, is everything okay? Is, is it okay? Are we okay? Courtney, Shane, are you are fine? Okay? Did you just pee yourself? <laughs> It was his on, first piss, time. You stupid dick. Funny <laughs> <laughs> stupid dick piss. <laughs> totally fine. The doctor comes out into the waiting room. He's like, "Yeah, you can go see her. Like she's great." And then he lights up a cigarette in the waiting room. As, well, he just came out do. into the in the waiting room. Yeah, so it's not in the room, and they're not in like a hospital. Like they clearly again like had a friend that worked at like a primary care doctor. So she's sitting there like sitting straight up with like a paper vest on and like her clothes underneath and like she's just like yeah i'm fine i was bleeding out of my mouth and like dying earlier but like i'm cool now yeah she slept it off that makes that makes yeah because she's fine he only cut the silicone (laughs) exactly um at this point they cut to a scene they're standing out next to a car on the hillside Doug has quit the church. There's like a billion dollar bounty on his head. Um, and he's now going to pursue his dino path of destruction. Like this is like his goal. And so he and Carol get in the car. They ride off into the sunset. And this is like the end of the movie. The great part about this is I've actually read that there's a script out there for Velocipastor 2. They're just waiting to make it. Um, in the process of writing this, I actually reached out to the actor who played Doug because he only has 2,000 followers on Instagram. So I was like, he might respond. This could happen. Um, he didn't even open my message. So as of this moment, the Disinformed podcast has beef with Greg Cohen. Like, we're going to fight him. Hear that, Greg? Coming for you, son. Like, it's over for him. Like, I don't care that you've been, like, a background character on Blue Bloods and, like, you've played a cameraman in some other TV show at this point. You're done. Like, it's over for you. She also doesn't care just how good your butt looks in a skirt. (laughs) That's right. You take those thick thighs that look like tree trunks and you get them out of here. Wait, how thick? Are are we talking two C's, three C's? Two. Two. How many? Two, C's. Two. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, Doug, you better look down at your watch to know what direction this beating's coming from. <laughs> it's coming from the east. Compass, John? <laughs> no, his watch. <laughs> oh, gee, look at the time. He's looking east. at his watch no, and it showed compass. east. <laughs> All I heard is come. Ah, uh, yeah, that explains why we lost yet. Come? <laughs> Don't, Don't mind, mind if, if I, I do. do. <laughs> 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 yum, 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 yum. <laughs> oh. 
And so that voice concludes the end of my retelling of the Velocipaster. Yipes. Is it it possible to get a hand on that (laughs) script? (laughs) You want like my manuscript that I wrote? No, no, the, the sequel. The sequel, the, the sequel. No, we can't. We can't I afford would... it. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, <laughs> time to start that Patreon. <laughs> I mean, if we could find someone to make that movie, I would be very here for it. I think that would. be Oh, incredible. I don't want to make the movie. It that's that's our next fanfic read. We don't deserve it. Just read the script. No. Oh, you might as well rip this bandaid off and tell us the lies that you planted in there because yeah. I mean, Shane got two. I got nothing. Two out of seven. That's right. And, and I got Michael one. just says. I got the juicy. Is that a lie? I got, no, I got the juicy. I got the juicy tracksuit. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no juicy for me. All right. <laughs> um, the opening of the story, um, he is not preaching about how evolution can't be true. Um, oh. He was preaching out of the book of Job, and he was talking about smiting his enemies. Good foreshadowing for later. Well he's always had vengeance yeah. on his mind. Um, the quote from Father Stort that I told you they don't bathe over there, that was me. Uh, well done. <laughs> saying that the dinosaur costume was really good was straight up bullshit. This thing is like paper mache, like dead eye bullshit like it's hilarious you sold that very very well isn't well isn't yeah isn't the now i think about it isn't the dinosaur costume like the inflatable like dinosaur costume that you can get it looks kind of like that but when they show the full body it's got a humpback where the head of the human who's wearing it is and then the mouth (laughs) is down here like i actually i have a picture i can show you on after dark it is hilariously bad like so bad it's awesome um, so that was one of the lies that kind of just kind of repeated itself throughout. All right. Um, the tracksuit with Juicy across the ass. We figured that one out. That was a lie. Um, let's see. And then Shane got the other one, which was it was a Gandhi quote and not a quote from Jesus. Not his Jesus. Oh, no, I did have one nope. more, actually. So I did list the montage where um, Doug is working out. He's singing hymns. He's doing, you know, Jesus-y stuff. He's hanging out with Carol. Um, Jonah said this was really cheap to throw in something in a list. I told him it's tradition. Um, There's no singing hymns in this movie. They do 80s music montages, but nobody actually sings, which I really think was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. That is, is, yeah. Like how Jonah is also a phantom on the episode. I proofread it to him to make sure that it's actually entertaining, and he just kind of nods like he's listening good boy and so we just we go from there it's a better proof than what i do so that's not shocking (laughs) and it and it it shows i feel like anything's a better proof than what you do prove (sighs) it the proof is in the mispronunciation it's not high enough proof like the alcohol i have to drink to sit through a michael episode get him dad or as Michael's like to say, the proof is in the putting it where it don't belong. <laughs> he is a liar and a frog. Aw, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Treat every day like it's trash day. That's because I am. <laughs> that was ridiculous, and we're moving away from this. Okay. <laughs> and me. 
<laughs> a phenomenal job, Courtney. Very well done. Yeah, thank you. Much appreciated. And there's going to be a lot of cinema talk here in the next little bit because uh, we do have the Shane discusses Tusk with everybody coming up. And <laughs> then, of course, prior to that, we have uh, the Limu, Emu, and Doug episode that Michael's going to be presenting. And yes. because of... I, I said this to Courtney when I when I saw her last, and that's I don't want our podcast to exclusively turn into a shitty movie or a movie reviewing podcast. But I think the same TikTok account that she found Philosopaster yep. on, she sent me uh, a clip of the same person recommending uh, a movie called Butt Boy. <gasps> I have uh, seen Butt Boy. It, I'm I've, not shocked. I think I've mentioned Butt Boy before. <laughs> And uh, I was thinking, guys. I was thinking, it, it is a lot of fun to like deconstruct B movies. Um, so maybe uh, while I'm getting the, I don't know if the Kurt Cobain episode is really gonna gonna work. Of course, um, you know, it's a lot of holes. Promises, promises. Um, well, I mean, that was the point, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I'm still, I'm still trying to, I'm trying to find like something that's <laughs> reputable enough that it holds up. No, you know what's funny about that though is Michael thought he was being clever, and he was actually even more clever than he thought. Than he knew, yeah, because Courtney Love's Courtney band Love. is called Hole. I did not know that. I and huh, he, huh. we know, and, and he didn't. <laughs> so it's, I just, he gave himself credit and didn't even realize he didn't deserve it, but <laughs> well, he did. If I can make the Kurt Courtney episode work, I will. I insist uh, you I do. Need, I just need to find a. I need to. I need to spend a little more time, like finding a reputable source. Oh, so you need That's to make it over. <laughs> Excuse it's, me. It's, it, you need to make it over. It's it's all you want to be. Is that whole quote? I hate that band. <laughs> the whole quote and nothing but the quote. Can you? So help me snog. Can you open that episode if you do it with the? There's a Fallout Boy song that Courtney Love is on, and it just opens with "It's Courtney, bitch." And so, like that needs yeah, to be in the episode. I am working on different intro music for us. Cool. Uh, like more like old like old disinformed style where like you'll be we'll be talking over it kind of stuff. You know, like more instrumental stuff, oh, okay, not as okay. not as crazy clippy. Um, maybe, maybe I can throw some subtle, subtle samples in there. I will say though, it is interesting, like hearing the, you know, the intro music now and then listening to some of the older episodes in season two and being like, oh, I get, I, I, I can hear that. That's in the intro. It's, it's cool. Um, I, uh, so it's, it's, it's funny. I don't want to get ahead of myself and I'm going to play something pretty close to the vest, but part of my motivation to start working on different intro music is because I want to learn how to vocal chop something um okay and the vocal chop is going to please probably just one person on this podcast uh it's shane so i'm not going to say what the vocal chop is but if it works it's going to be probably pretty good and if it doesn't work i'll get to see shane laugh which is usually just the reason for the season so that's fair well you'll get the revenge of kokora <laughs> much like cola <laughs> You need more? Get it? Because you heard that on the intro. Indeed. It is not Cora. It's cock. <laughs> well, uh, before we get on out of here, before we skedaddle and get, uh, you know, off like a prom dress, Michael has got to uh, fill us in on why he is now currently called 5G. Oh, oh yeah, Mr. Yeah, that's, 5G that's over fair. here. It's a very quick story. Um, 
only because I promised the guy I would kind of bring it up in this ep- uh, in this episode. So essentially, like everyone knew that I had gotten the vaccine when I was at John's um, said place of worship. As a, I don't know why. <laughs> that's you place can worship me there if you want. <laughs> no, you, in the uh, rectory, I'm not. Yes, you saw Jonah's offering uh, to John when we were there. I did. Uh, I've after never the seen fact. a man deep throat that well. Show me how them tits fart. Amen. Um, just like a sandbag. Uh, so essentially, <laughs> so I go up to his coworker to try and pay, and he's like, "Oh, you're getting better reception now." I'm like, "Huh?" He's like, "Well, you know the the five G, like you know with the the vaccine and everything." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know what? I have been getting a lot better connection nowadays." He's like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna call you five G from now on." And, and you're like, was... "Are you my friend?" And he goes, "No, get the fuck out of here! I'm just your bartender." <laughs> Essentially, like, you yeah. want to start a podcast? Who's a good boy? Who's a story podcast? Who's a good story podcast? Come here, come here. Well, how was your uh, pick you up? Go for it. Oh, I was gonna say he would pick you up only to put you down. Um, Most people do. And how? What were you saying, Shane? How How was your experience with uh, with getting the vaccine, Mister Michael? It was actually pretty painless. I wasn't waiting in line side for effect? hours. It's no, nice. it it was it, less side effects than a flu shot. For My, you, maybe the I, the side of the shot stung for probably a day. Other than that, totally fine. Shane, great. have you gotten it yet? So interesting way to dovetail is so I I went Uh-oh. to uh, to go and get the vaccine, and I'm gonna admit that I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed. By the situation as it unfolded. Okay. I may have been a bit overzealous in that, you know, they have the, the lines where you have to pull up to the individuals. And so I'm, I'm rearing, I'm ready to go. And as I, I pull up, I stick my bare ass out of the window and I'm like, I'm ready, doc. Give me the shot. Give it to me. Give it daddy. Come on. And he said, sir, and this is a Wendy's. They said, sir, this is a Wendy's. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so, uh, Melissa will not go with me anywhere now, unfortunately. <laughs> and then did the doctor lean over and give it a little, and then <laughs> give you the shot on your ass or what? Kith it. <laughs> no, but sir, did you get it yet, Shane? <laughs> yes, I got it. <laughs> Any uh, side effects for you? I, it, it uh, definitely made me feel sick. It spiked my blood pressure and then it turned my really? nose into a geyser, which was, oh. uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kristen, well, Becky is, Becky had side effects on her first shot and she, she felt sick for the, the following day. Mm. Um, and then her second dose, she was fine. Because both Kristen, my sister Kristen and Becky, they both got they're they're done with both rounds. Yeah. Um. And then the second second round for Kristen, like she was fucking sick as a dog the next day. Like she called out of work, mm-hmm. and apparently they're saying that you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. You, I definitely huh. got major headaches. Uh. Was was a little achy in and around the spot, and then I got phlegmy for some reason. It's, just, it's in- interesting to me to like you know talk to people as they're getting it because you know michael i think is going to be more akin to myself because i never get side effects when i get flu shots mm-hmm. yeah like I, and and i was even i remember when becky got her flu shot and i would like we're just, you know as you're want to do like you kind of like rib your your friends or your significant others like she got her flu shot first and she felt like shit and i was like you just don't take shots well 
<laughs> and then she's like, well, just wait until you take it. So I went and I got the flu shot and went to work and felt fine. Next morning felt fine. I was like, next? <laughs> um, well, congratulations to you both. Oh, yes, yes. Exciting times. But it's no, not a, um, not a small feat. Melissa yeah. also headaches. So she and I okay, had so she very did, oh, similar. Mm-hmm. the question. So she did, she did get her, her own too. Yes, yes. So it's, All it's right. a good time well, for everybody. Well, at, at the very least, Shane and Michael are getting closer to being able to be in the same room for a for a podcast which would which would be kind of entertaining i have to admit <laughs> mm. to, to, to see both of your goofy faces next to each other so cute sure it would be very hot cute. well i'd pay for the porn spicy you'd pay for anything john you you don't have high standards i i wouldn't i actually wouldn't it's no he has an allowance oh. remember we established this so yeah. he, he can My only pay up privilege. to that and then after that yeah yeah he doesn't pay for anything people are if you guys clip this this is like career ruining <laughs> shit <laughs> i mean john technically me, michael <laughs> just make a new folder a career ending clips yeah john's uh john's so poor he can't pay attention <laughs> so that's so fucking true also, as far as side effects go like was michael gonna get more michael-y like were we concerned about that yeah well i'm not gonna oh. get more disabled <laughs> i could say what john told me but i i can't repeat that on air <laughs> so, why am i that guy why am i why am i the way started i started it <laughs> well ladies uh, i like trying to get oh go ahead god damn it you can you can end, you can end me you can end me i'm not, i have nothing good and or productive us. left to say <laughs> well ladies and germaphobes podcasts and only fans we are elated to have you here with us each and every fabulous week and so We hope that you continue to stay tuned. If you're digging what you hear on this groovy little podcast, we also have some video companions. Uh, For instance, we are going to debut very, very soon. In fact, this upcoming week, our first installment of a new fanfic. And Michael, would you care to uh, divulge what the, the title and content is for everybody? It is uh, Crazy, Stupid, Insane Love. It is a slash romance fanfic involving several elder gods of the Lovecraft variety. It's going to be absolutely fantastic and tentacular. Mm. Which is Mm. fun to think about. Mm. And then, of course, on Friday, we have a little decompression video cast on the tubes of you as well. And that is Disinformed After Dark, where we will chat about some of the nonsense that we discussed on the week's episode, in addition to debuting a new installment of Chuck Klosterman's Hypotheticals. So check us out on Wednesday and Fridays on the Tubes of You at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And then rejoin us here every single marvelous Monday for this fun little podcast. And if you're digging what you hear, you have social networks you can find us on, of course. We are at Disinformed Podcast on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast, and on the Twitters, you can find us at Disinformed Pod. And I believe that is going to wrap it up into a tasty little package for all of you to consume. Join us here every Monday morning as we will have new and raucous information for you, guaranteed. So for the Disinformed Podcast this week, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And why is my name Shaney Mermaid? Because he's swimming in this shit. Swimming in bitches.
Bitches get stitches. Okay. So long and good night. So long. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>